Hello, folks. Welcome to Revival Now. I'm John Saxbury, your host here. I want to come to you and talk to you about what are you willing to die for? Is today the topic of today's message? It's part of this whole new series I'm doing for a year long. It's called Breakout. It's about breaking out and being all that Christ is, with everything that Jesus has assigned us to do. With the the the, the, thing, the, the whole the whole life, the whole purpose of, for Jesus was to die. Be resurrected and then be poured out upon us. You gotta understand the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's the river, babe. Eat your lunch. Anyway, the purpose of the, the whole purpose of the church is is to be is to expand that which is what Christ set out to do. Jesus set the example. We were we're to be the reflection of that example and be the reflection of Christ. By being, the Holy Spirit is not just a third of God. You got to understand, it's the fullness of God. When we become the, when we become a, when the, the thing is, is there's certain cults and sects that like to separate God and try to divide God into, in, in categorize and separate the Trinity. It's all, all in one. The Trinity is a triune. It's a triunity. It's a, it's. There's three in one. See, because Jesus is the fullness of God. God is the fullness of God, and the Holy Spirit is the fullness of God. They're all in one. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of people who try to separate and divide and conquer. When you get into vision, that's where the, that's where the enemy comes into play. That's where religion comes into play. Today, I want to talk about dying for yourself. About dying for what are you willing to die for? The call of God is about dying. It's about it's about sacrifice. It's about willing to put everything you have and everything you your hopes, your dreams on the line. Where, where do I get this in scripture? Where do I find it in scripture? Go with me to the book of Acts, chapter one. I'm gonna use the bigger print Bible. Because I don't have the lighting I have downstairs. Acts chapter one. In verse 8, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. I mean, that means that you, you, you that's your that's your calling and ministry right there. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, that's your immediate, your immediate commission to preach the gospel, whether it would be in any field or profession you're in. You, that, that's your ministry. That's your field. That's where God has placed you to, to do the work of ministry. It's a full-time call. When you become born again, you, you are immediately filled with the Holy Spirit. You shall have received power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you. You take that, sit that you and put your name in front of it, in, in place of it. And that's who God is talking about in the scripture. But you shall be witnesses unto me. What does the word witnesses mean? You shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and the other parts of the earth. You want to play the river again? Anyway, what I'm trying to where I'm trying to get at is we've got to be willing to die. The word witnesses means martyr. We should be. We have to be willing to die to ourselves. And we'll, 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 that means be willing to 
what we and physically die for what we believe in. I mean, look at the what we're going here. I mean, the Bible says if you, and Jesus even said, if you deny me before my Father, I'll deny you before men. If you deny me before my men, I will deny you before the Father. Pulled back with the opposite. My mind was distracted. But this is what this is what Jesus was saying. He's saying, you, in order to serve me, you should die. You need to die to yourself. Take up your cross and walk. Deny yourself. You need to fully lay yourself out. Even physically dying. Look at the original disciples. They were all murdered for what they believed in. They were executed. Paul was executing Christians. People who were claiming to be born again. Before his encounter. I mean, we, we, it's about taking that. It's about taking yourself and laying yourself on an altar before God. And saying, God, no matter what it takes, even if it means, hey, baby. Yeah? You want down? I'll get you down. Well, anyway, it means take, taking that everything, even in your physical being, and just totally taking yourself and crucifying it. You want down? You want down? It means crucifying everything that you are. It means, even if it means the physical flesh. Because the Bible simply says, here, it's, a, it's applesauce. Anyway, to live is to die, and to die is gain. And it's about taking everything that you are and sacrificing it and raise, resurrecting. There's a lot of people that don't, religious people don't die to themselves. That, I mean, they, they're the biggest ones that don't crucify the flesh. They live by the flesh. The Bible says those who are born again by the born of the Spirit shall live by the Spirit, and they shall not, and they shall and their flesh shall rule them not. But too many Christians are ruled by their flesh. Too many people that are claiming to be born again Christians are ruled by their flesh. They don't know how to crucify the lust, of the, the things of the eye, the things of the mind, the things of the heart. They think they have to live. They have to be ruled by their emotions. They don't know how to. They don't know how to take and crucify those things that they that they've been struggling with. They pet, they patronize or that, that they struggle with. They take, they take, and they, they think that they they're entitled to those things, and they're not. Well, we all sin. Here's the one thing that gets me the most is we all sin. So all sin is sin. So it's so basically they're just saying it's okay to sin. Everything that you, everything that. Everything that you think you're entitled to, when you became born again, was crucified on that cross. It became crucified. It became dead. Your emotions, people are, are ruled by their emotions nowadays. It's all about what we think, how we feel. It hurts my feelings. Don't do this because it offends me. This is, this is offending me. This is this. I'm thinking, you know what? The last time I checked, I never seen somebody who died because they were offended. It, they, they think that they, they think that everything that offends them that they it can't be maybe it's not that it offends them maybe it's because it convicts them when you when you when your convictions take place people don't like being convicted religious people hate conviction they just they detest conviction that's why they live the way they do they just they just they, they don't want they don't want to surrender themselves to Christ they don't want to crucify their emotions their, their mind the things of their mind. They don't want to have a rule of the mind. They don't want to take. They don't want to 
taking account of what they're doing. They want to act like they're entitled to everything. I mean, everything, I mean, Pastor Rick Shelton told me one time, told us in the pulpit one time, I'm getting him down, getting down here, he's coming down. He told me one time that we didn't, we're not, we don't, we don't want what we think we're entitled to. That means there's a severe consequence for that which we think we're entitled to. Come here, once they had the people, come here. Come here, come here, Cecilia. She was eating her lunch. She's listening to River, to Bethel's kid. Hi, say hi to kids. Kids, say hi to people. Say hi, hi people, hi TV. Say hi to people on Facebook Live and by way of podcast. Future revivalist here. Lord, let my daughter be used to you to be spread the word of her, to spread the fires of the revival. You speak over her mind and her heart and her will and her emotions. That everything that she does will be a, is a reflection of you in Jesus' name. Love you, Daddy. Want to hold when Daddy hold you? Anyway, when you tempt, when you sack, when you crucify yourself, what does it mean to you? Does it mean that you, you can go out and drink it up and live it up and still claim to be born again and still go out and be ruled by our flesh? Does it mean we get to we get to just be a total jerk, be a total jerk, and be a total be ignorant towards other people, be judgmental, and condemning other people for their flaws? I mean, people that do that, in my book, they've never died to themselves first. You know? They claim they put the claim on they put the claim on the, the Christianity. But they never really walked out their Christianity, never crucified themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Preach it. Tell them. Preach, preach to the people. Preach to them. He says amen. Anyway, when you, when you crucify yourself, <laughs> you crucify yourself, you become, you, become, you become that of the nature of Christ. You take on his nature. Yeah. Crucify yourself. Stop being ruled by your flesh. Stop being. Stop. Stop worrying about what others are doing. I mean, religious people are the most judgmental, most condemning people on the face of the earth. They don't know how to crucify themselves. They don't know how to get rid of it. They don't know how to tear away the. 
basically walking around with a casket. Their casket, carrying their casket with them. Here. crucify ourselves. It means anything that we, that are, yet, yet we live, we still have flaws and hang-ups, but it's not that they, our flaws and hang-ups, they become his. And when they become his, he gives them to take it away. I mean, there's, there's a thing, the thing about it is we're not under an atonement. We're not under an atonement at all. We're under a blood covenant. We're under a blood we're under a covenant means it washed it away. An atonement means to cover up, to, to take and cover something up. And, and it's still and it's still living and breathing underneath there. That thing's still living and breathing. When we crucify and die to ourselves, we become under a covenant which takes it all away. That means all that condemnation it needs to go away. All that judgmental thinking needs to go away. All that wanting to be offended, they think it, it, you think you're offended about everything. I mean, people get under offended, under offended under everything under the sun. It's so stupid. I mean, they're such idiots and about this. I mean, it's it's the fact is that our, when we crucify our flesh, when we're ruled by our flesh, we're basically being ruled by the old man. Yes, Marilyn, my wife's at work. I couldn't get her to, she, she didn't go down for her nap all the way, so she was up and she was jumping around, so I just killed two birds with one stone and got and went online and played with her while we're doing this broadcast. God seemed to read in that way. Anyway, killed two birds, I mean, I killed two birds with one stone. Where were my thoughts at? Anyway, where was that? We're, we're being ruled by the old man when we're living by the Your milky. Come on, we get the milky. Come here, the milky right here. What did you do with it? It's gone. Well, hold on. We were we're not ruled by our old man. That that fleshly nature is gone. I mean, there's people that think that they can. No, 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 no. Cecilia, no. You just logged me off my broadcast. No, no. Cecilia, babe, don't touch. She didn't know. She almost logged me off for a minute there. Off the podcast. Anyway, when we, 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 there's some Christians that think, well, I could still smoke pot and be born again. I could still drink and get drunk and go and work in ministry and still work in ministry. No, you cannot. You cannot do that. Well, it says Jesus drank wine and Jesus created wine. Until you open up your closet and there's some, and there's bread coming out of it, you have no business putting that sip to your mouth. I'm serious. I mean, I mean, God, I mean, you, you've got, you, you got to get into the scriptures. 
But what it says is, says, be not drunk with wine. Not stuff that's man-made. The stuff that Jesus made was made from heaven. He, he, it was just a, it was a description of that which he was going to pour out upon us all. But other than that, we've got to crucify who we are. We cannot be lived, be willed by the flesh. I mean, you got to look at the, the fact that, look it over, and dude, people in America are so spoiled, it's unreal. The people in America are so spoiled, they're so rotten to the core. You go over to Africa with, and claim you're a Christian. Better yet, Saudi Arabia and claim you're a Christian. Or go to Iran and claim you're a Christian. Oh, I dare you to go walk around and act, act all, pull all that entitlement stuff over there. And, li- and still and live like a devil. I mean, they're, they're killing people in Islam for living that, for living unholy. What do you think they're going to do with you for when you're, if you're a born again Christian? But what are you willing to die? What are you willing? What are you? Are you willing to die for what you believe? Are you willing to die to everything that rules your flesh? You want a white light? Okay, you can have one for your chalkboard. She wants one for her chalkboard. Anyway, no, you one. crucified with Christ on that cross in Calvary. It, it's you, you you took everything and you placed it within within Jesus. And it all died in the nature of Christ resurrected on the inside of you. And the Spirit of God became alive in you. And you live by the things of the Spirit. You don't live by the things of the flesh. People who, I mean, I, it, it boggles me. No, no, Cecilia. It boggles me how Christians can live under by the power of their flesh. They they want to live by what they what they see in the physical realm. Yeah, thank you, thank you for cleaning that for me. Anyway, I got a little cleaner here. She's cleaning up my my tripod. They live for they they live for the things of the carnal world. They everything's a display of man, an outward display of of. People, they put fo- the focus on people. Well, I'm with so, well, I, well, well, so and so and so and so, and these people here were with so and so and so and so, and trying to make a, trying to make a name based upon who they know and build their identity upon who they know. It's your identity is not built upon who you know. It's about who you were crucified for. It's about being crucified with Christ. It's about crucifying yourself. You're, you're crucifying your nature. Everything about you is crucified. That's who you're identified in. You're not identified by the things of this world. Heaven and earth shall pass away. My word shall not. And the word was Jesus. Jesus shall never pass away. So we gotta we gotta be like him. When we're born again, we have, we have become one with him. I mean, this is this. There's been a, there's a lot been under attack in this country. I mean, there's people that's being attacked for, for 
what they believe in and, how, and they're, they're attacking this move of God that's happening. There's a new level of attack that's taking place where people, where it's, it's not just, it's not people that are not saved, it's religious people attacking born again believers for preaching this revival that's taking place. There's a move of God happening right now. We've, we are under a move of God right now like you've never seen before, and it's getting more and more and more and more powerful, and it's increasing. The Bible says the, the ladder of the house, the, la the glory of the house of the ladder will be greater than the former of the former. We are experiencing that ladder rain right now. He's pouring out his spirit. We've got to get crucified. We've got to crucify everything that it is about ourselves. Because with people who aren't crucified, they live by they live in such a hellish manner. It's not that they're going to hell, it's that their life is nothing but a living hell. They they and so they try to drown it out with alcohol, try to drown it out with smoking marijuana or doing drugs. I mean, religion religion's like a drug anyway. The more you have, the more you need, the more you want, the more you do. The more you need, the more you want, the more you do. The more you need, the more you want, the more you do. It's like a drug. It's like what Pastor Rodney said. It's like cocaine. Religion. It's a drug. I mean, people are addicted to it. They're hooked on it. People are so hooked on religion and tra tradition. It's unreal. It's because it, they rely on the things of the natural to fulfill the things that the, only the Spirit of God can do. Amen? I mean, this is, I mean, we, I'm not I'm not trying to hear to bash anybody. People think that, oh, he's out there to try to bash. He's out there trying to do this and that. He's preaching this because he's trying to go. No, I'm not trying to get people to bash anybody. I'm trying to get people to wake up so they can win. This is about winning. This is about taking on this world for the gospel. It's about invading our nation with the glory of God. It's about God pouring out his spirit because he's got willing to open vessels that are willing to die to themselves and willing to die, period. Even means under the death. Catherine Coleman said, I, I have died a thousand deaths. I mean, what have we, that's the reason why we don't see great preachers with great healing miracles like that. We stop seeing that after a period of time. Is because people quit dying to themselves. People wanted to stop the move of God that it was happening in the 90s. Oh, that revival's over with. No, it wasn't. It's never been over. It's the same thing that would happen in the book of Acts. Acts chapter 2, when the Spirit of God poured out, it didn't just stop and then start up again, stop and start up. It was an ongoing thing. Why do you think they were out to kill the church to begin with? One, you can't, the Spirit of God doesn't stop and go into all these seasons and levels and all this other stuff that religion tries to make out. God never changes. God never changes. God never changes. You want some bubbles? I'll go bring them here. Bring them here. Go bring them here. Anyway, God never changes. Come here. Go grab them. Here, I'll get them for you. I'm going to get her bubbles real quick.
God never changes. He's never changed. He's never changed one bit. People want to try to make God out to where he's just like some want the Holy Spirit out to be on retirement. Oop, that didn't work. Anyway, take these bubbles for, for one. For something. But I'm talking about the things of the Holy Spirit. It's the it's the it's what's on the inside that carries them to their destiny. It's how much air that's on the inside of them that causes them to float and carry them on to their destiny. It's what's on the inside. It's not what's on the outside. We've got we've got to come back. The church has got to come back up to its senses and stop thinking it's all about all this practical psychology. It's all about the thing that's, they're, they're, they're wanting to. Oh, wow. Focus everything on what's pop culture, what's, what's most popular, a fan craze, and all this. And it's become you know, the, the house of God. It's to the point where, where the house of God has become a concert hall. I mean, I'm just being honest. I mean, people are getting mad at me because what I'm preaching is true. Bible says he, he became spirit and truth. Jesus became the truth. He's the truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And Jesus said the only way to come into our my kingdom is to be born again. You want to be, become born again? To become born again? You gotta you gotta crucify every bit of yourself. You gotta put yourself on that altar. It means you gotta be the walking dead. The actual walking dead is not a TV program with zombies. It's it's a it's the blood bought church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Bubble, Amen. Bubble, 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 bubble. And the Bible says to be. And one of the things that the, the that the Bible does say when you when you live that. When you're when you live a crucified life, you're like this little child. You become like this little child here. This child is a free, energetic spirit that is full of liberty. That, that, that is full of life. That is full of love. Full of joy. Full of peace. Be like this little child. Be like my daughter Cecilia. Here, come here. This is what happens when you become, when you crucify that outer man. You become like this. I'm going to get you your bubbles. But say bye to the people on TV. We're about ready to log off, okay? Say bye bye. Say bye. Well, this is, this, before I end this program, I want to say this right now. If you're listening to this broadcast, either by, by way of podcast or by Facebook Live. I want, to make, I want to invite you to, know, to, to, to come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Bow your head and say this with me. Dear Father God, I come to you in the name of your Son, Jesus, to be crucified and to be resurrected with you. I thank you, Father God, that you said in your word that I believe in my heart and confess with my heart. 
I believe in my heart, confess with my mouth, that you raised Jesus Christ from the dead, that I shall be saved. Thank you for washing me in your blood. Baptize me in your Holy Spirit. Empower me to do the work of the gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. If you you said that prayer wholeheartedly, God is forgiving you. Get into a church, get into a place where you have fellowship with believers. If you're in a St. Louis area and you're listening to the way this broadcast by way of podcast or anywhere on anywhere by social media, I've got a church for you. It's Life Church. It's Pastor Josh's boy Shelton. It's the son of Pastor Rick Shelton, a God, one of God's generals. He's one of God's generals. He's been widely used, and God's using him in a powerful way. God's using his son in a powerful way. The great couple, Josh and Tori, are a wonderful couple. It's, it's if you want, if you want, so the number of the church is 314-843-5575. Or go to Life Church STL, one word, LifeChurchSTL.com. It's on, and the, the address of the place is 1416 Larkin Williams Road. Thank you. God bless you. And have a great day. See you tomorrow. Love you. This is a production of Saxbury International Revival Ministries. For more information about our ministry, please please contact me at revivalistjfs3 at gmail.com or call 636-368-6490. God bless you and have a wonderful day.